At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Beautiful Friday morning in downtown Las Vegas. Coming to you from the Circus Studios in 30 minutes, we're going to go across town to the Thomas and Mac, where Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, is on set there at the NBA Summer League. We'll ask Jonathan about what he's seen so far, um, maybe rookie of the year uh, markets, and what he likes so far uh, as far as futures in the NBA, Amal. Yeah, Palo Bancaro off to a quick start last night, but uh, again, uh, one game, and they faced off against Jabari Smith and company. Uh, you know, it's funny. I read an article on ESPN. It was like, well, he didn't play particularly well. I'm like, yeah, 10.7 rebounds. He was fine. What, what do you they expect? expect? What I, they, I don't know. Would you, would what you, were the props on the game? Hey, listen, give him credit. He played probably more minutes than Zion's played in a year. Uh, we'll run down the baseball card today, obviously, but I want to start at Wimbledon, yeah. where the Joker is back in the final. Dropped the first set. Nigel Seeley, yeah. our own Nigel Seeley, uh, tweeted out that's the worst set of tennis he's ever seen the Joker play, losing 2 6 in the first set to Cam Norrie. But then he rolls three sets to one. However, any which way you bet Norrie here, whether you bet him to win a set or you bet him plus six and a half, seven and a half, or eight and a half games, it cashes them all. Yeah, absolutely. That 6-2 was huge for you in that first set. But I'll tell you what, there was some good value in taking the Joker in his service games. Mike, he oh. was so dominant. Did he lose a point on his service? He was at one point 15 of 16 in the second set on his service. Yeah, he was just absolutely unbelievable. When you Real quickly, when you go through, he lost three points in the second set on five service games. In the third set, he lost three points on four service games. And in the fourth set... He lost four points on five services. This after being broken three out of four times in the first set. Did not face a scenario where Nori had more than 30 points in any single game. Never even got to 40. Never a deuce or a break point. Cruise control. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So now he's on to face Kyrgios on three days rest. Yes. In the final on Sunday morning breakfast at Wimbledon. Have you seen the number on this match? Yet? I have not, but I assume right. about $5. Oh, you're short. 385 Okay. Yes. It's fair, but it's, it's not high enough. Not high enough. No. You said that about the women's final as well. Not high enough. But Joker's going to roll. I mean, you're already seeing $4 now at Circa. That Listen, Nick is a guy who can compete. He's definitely much more effective than um, Cam Nori on serve. But once you get past that service, it's all it's all Joker's advantage. Is Nick's career and, and trajectory forward already set by him having reached this final, or does he need to be a Wimbledon champion? Well, first of all, I would sit there and say Nick is fortunate enough to get to the Wimbledon uh, finals because uh, Rafael Nadal withdrew. 
you know, a friend of mine's made a great point to me. He goes, I don't understand why Rafa would drew. He goes, forget the injury. He goes, Nick could go right off the boil and you could wind up in the final. And he goes, what if it's a Joker had gotten hurt in a match previous to that? He goes, why didn't he just come out there and at least give it a go? Uh, I mean, played against Fritz. If you were able to play against Fritz, because one thing with Nick, you don't know when he's going to decide to serve underhand. This is why I tell you, you can't ever bet this guy. You just don't know when he's going to go. Well, he's off famous the wall. for saying he doesn't care if he wins. It's exactly. And he was yelling that in the in the Tsitsipas match. <laughs> I don't give a. We can't say the word here on Visa, you know, which he was heavily criticized for. Um, in terms of uh, the women's final, uh, you've talked about this. The line opened a dollar forty-five in favor of Jabour over Elena Rabakina. We've seen money come in from Carthage. And now it's up to a minus $1.60. Take back $1.30 on Rabakina. Game spread, okay, conventional game spread is plus two and a half games for Rabakina. You could take plus three and a half minus 150, plus one and a half plus 105. And the total number of games, uh, the conventional number is 21 and a half of them all. Your thoughts on how you're going to attack the women's final tomorrow morning? Uh, look, I think Jabour is rightfully the favorite, but I don't necessarily believe she's going to win this match. I think the uh, Rabakina's got a great shot here. I would probably put this at around, I don't know, 60-40, 55-45, and I would look at the over in the number of games. I think we've got a strong probability, I shouldn't say probability, but a possibility of getting to a third set. I think this could be a very competitive, could wind up with a breaker in one set as well. Well, let me ask you this. You said yesterday, take Nori plus seven and a half. You mm -hmm. also said, bet Joker in straight sets and Joker in four, which yeah. was minus 180 and plus 280. Yeah. That also makes you money there. Tomorrow, would you rather bet over 22 and a half games plus 105 or bet Rabakina in three at four to one and Jabour in three at three to one? Um, I would rather take the over, but I'll tell you what I would look at. DraftKings has a couple of alternates. Over 20 and a half at minus 145, Mike. I like that one. Uh, but well, you the, get to one breaker, you win there. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. That's I mean, and you got to get one service yeah. game, and nobody gets bageled. But that's the reason why I would prefer to take that instead of the three set. But your proposal is not bad. Taking the third set, just sit back and relax. That's the best way to watch a match. Either way, right? I, I love when I have a three set bet. Because I don't watch the first set. I just want to we, see who won. Well, you don't, because you don't have a rooting yeah, interest. Yeah, just like it exactly right. All right. Uh, looking forward to those Wimbledon finals this weekend. Uh, let's talk a little bit of baseball here, Amal. Uh, just to recap last night here, Tony Gonsolin goes seven again against the Cubs. Didn't have great stuff in the fact that he fell behind, I think, eight or nine batters he was behind in the count. Usually he's in control. Gives up the two-run home run in the fifth. But two earned runs and rolls to 11-0 as the Dodgers beat the Cubs 5-3. Um, to three. And then down the coast, I thought Logan Webb was actually more impressive than Joe Musgrove. Musgrove only gave up one hit. He did walk four. Webb goes all eight. Rodgers comes in, gives up a run in the ninth, 1-1, <laughs> one, one, and then the Padres score in the bottom. Key game for them. I really needed to think they needed to get it turned around here. 2-1 Padres in that game. Yeah, big win there, unfortunately, for Musgrove. Doesn't get the victory. Uh, and <laughs> Mr. 227, Brandon Crawford, comes through with a base hit in the ninth inning. Well, he hits the leadoff hitter 0-2 with a yeah. curveball in the foot. What, what, to me, the problem with Rodgers is, you know, when he opened the year here and he was unhittable, he was using that fastball to set up the curve. Now it's curve, curve, curve. He doesn't trust the fastball at all. No, he doesn't. And uh, the Giants uh, lose another game. Now they're sitting at 41-40. and 40. Uh, Padres at 48 and 36, but I, I tell you what, you got a couple of offenses right now that are just oh. stuck in neutral and going in reverse. The total six and a half seemed awful high, didn't it? After it, you watch the game play yeah, out. Oh my gosh. I mean, neither team could really do anything offensively. Just two hits for the Giants. One of them coming in the ninth inning. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a hit until Lamont, Lamont Wade doubled in the sixth. That was yeah. their first hit of the game off Joe Musgrove. And Webb, I mean, the Padres only one was he hung a changeup 0-2 to, uh, uh, to Machado and he hit it a mile to left field. That was the only run for the Padres. Webb never really pitched with any runners on base either. You, you know, Musgrove goes seven innings, 95 pitches. I'd like to have seen him go on potential eighth inning and say, well, he might not have been able to get through the ninth. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. But at the same time, you know what? Again, I have yet to see Sandy Koufax and any of these other guys walking around with their arms amputated. Webb actually had 94 after seven and came out and pitched the eighth. Yeah. I was surprised Musgrove didn't. Okay, um... Good pitching matchup tonight at the small park. Oh, great matchup. This is, a, this is a circle game here for the weekend. Louis Castillo for the Reds against Shane McClanahan for the Rays. McClanahan, a $1.50 favorite on the road here at Mall. Low total for the small park of eight. Oh, well, it's now down to seven and a half certain places. The overnight, mm -hmm. I took this one on the overnight at eight, Mike. Mm -hmm. I thought at minus, I didn't get the, it was at minus 120. I got it at minus 125. And I'll Up tell to you, $1.75 now. Yeah, well, listen, McClanahan's been outstanding. I mean, to me, uh, he, he has just been amazing. I think it's in the first five on that minus 175. But 
Uh, Castillo's pitched very effectively as well. You know, you got two offenses that struggle to score, two dominant pitchers. I thought this should have been seven. About 180. It's 180 for the game. And you got it at what, 125? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. That's oh. on the total. Oh, okay. On the total. No, I didn't play a side here. I would not Still lay this Still a number. lot of movement off the overnight, 30 cents here. Uh, in, favor that, of, in favor of the Rays. They were $1.55 overnight. Well, the Reds can't score. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't back them. I mean, you still have more confidence in Tampa than you do So Cincinnati. you have full game under eight. Yes. Okay. Uh, Angels played yet another meaningless game with their MVP, Shohei, last night, losing 4-1 uh, in Baltimore as the Orioles continue to roll and get closer to 500. Reed Detmers takes the mound tonight for the Angels. Tyler Wells, here's an unsung name, unheard of guy that's been terrific for Baltimore. The Orioles tonight, who were only a dollar five last night, now a dollar thirty-five tonight. Them all with a total of eight and a half. I think it's the right move. Wells has been the best pitcher for the Orioles, and Reed Detmers, as Josh Towers alluded to earlier, has really gone in reverse. Last two starts, eight and two-thirds innings pitched, nine earned runs given up, and five base on balls during that strike. This is a ballpark where if you give up walks, and I know they've moved the fences around, uh, changed the dynamics of that uh, ballpark, it's still come back to beat you. And, you know, Mike, it's unfortunate for the Orioles that they're in the American League East, which is the most competitive division in baseball. You sit there, you look at everybody in front of you, how good they are and how much money they've spent. But this Orioles team has been far more competitive than I think people would have ever imagined. Put them in the central, they might win it. Look, they went to the White Sox, won two out of three. They went to Minnesota, just won two out of three over the weekend and blew the game they had the lead in. Can we talk about the White Sox for a minute? We can. They scored one run last night at home against Detroit. This guy, Bo Brisk, Britain's guy, (laughs) dominating. They had a no-hitter going into the fifth. (laughs) I tell you what, they're going to have to make a change. I think La Russa's got to go. But you know what? Um... Reinsdorf won't do it. I thought, to me, the point where I came to that realization was when, when the base running f- uh, snap, oh. but, but then Anderson doesn't run out when the catcher drops the third strike in the game. Get it. I don't he just get walked it. to the dugout. Something's wrong there. You want to get ready for the postgame press conference. Giovanni Sodoma, of course, made it interesting in the ninth, and they pitched to Abreu with runners on second and third. Steve Stone said, why would you pitch to Abreu? You know, nobody wants to throw the guy a strike. They went right after him. They got out of it, and they won the game. Look, I said this to Josh yesterday in baseball. The best players, the Hall of Famers, are successful three out of ten times. The reality of it is even if your pitcher's not great, the other player's going to fail seven out of ten times. Uh, last night at City Field, it was all Metropolitans. Mm-hmm. Ten to nothing. Uh, they whitewashed the Marlins. Um, Pablo Lopez gets to start tonight for the Marlins, their second-best starter against Chris Bassett, who's been terrific coming over to the Mets. The Mets tonight, $1.65. Uh, favorite with a total of seven and a half to gain the game back on the Braves last night as yeah. the Cardinals won in Atlanta. I was thinking about taking the Marlins in this spot mm-hmm. uh, because I, they're on a plus price. You got Lopez on the mound. Bassett has been good, but I think, you know, you look at Lopez has been the better pitcher. And the other thing is they got a, they got embarrassed in this game last night. I like teams when they're coming off an embarrassing performance. Uh, Bassett, in, uh, four of his last five starts, has given up at least three earned runs. The game was, I think, 0-0 in the third, because I yeah. bet the first and second inning no run and then and got yeah. there. And then all of a sudden it was 4 nothing, 6 nothing, 10 to nothing, And then they didn't score after the fifth. Nope. <laughs> By the way, you mentioned Josh Towers. Boy, was he right last night in Seattle. Seattle, he was, absolutely. The, the bullpen game blew up right in their faces. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of the month. Sign up today and you get Adam Burke's Best bets on Major League Baseball every day. All of our NFL preseason coverage, articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes the daily best bets email at 9 a.m. Pacific time, point spread weekly every Wednesday, and use of all our betting tools, including the betting splits page, cost is only $19 through July 31st. Simply go to VEASAN.com slash summer. All right, Amal, when we come back, we're going to put a big bow around all of our Power 5 college football discussions and come away with your best bets heading into the season. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and of all the best part, they're made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties and two strengths, three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom, find your satisfaction, find your Zen. Visit zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. They are for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Excited. In 15 minutes, we're going to have JVT, our own Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst, live at Thomas & Mack. NBA Summer League going on. I saw the set yesterday. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, so we'll get in uh, Jonathan's thoughts, some of the rookies uh, playing in Summer League there, some of the bets he likes moving forward, and maybe who he likes to win the Summer League championship uh, this year. Okay, Amal, we've been talking college football for the past couple of weeks. Uh, conferences, season win totals, conference win totals, uh, basically for the Power Five conferences. Want to run through and summarize what your best bets are, from at least from a conference standpoint, uh, national championship playoff standpoint, and maybe you talked a little bit about Heisman yesterday. Okay, let's do it this way, because this is what I, I made the money on last year. Saved my football season with Cincinnati, making the playoffs, right? Uh, odds to reach the college football playoff, yes, no. I'll give you the, the team, the yes to no price, and is there a bet for you there? Ohio State to make it, minus 255. Uh, they're going to make the playoff, but I wouldn't bet them at minus 255. You can bet them to win the Big Ten at minus $2. All right, so there's your bet on Ohio State, yeah. Big Ten. Okay, Alabama to make the playoff, minus 240. You'd rather bet them to win the SEC? Um with Bama, you have a little more cushion if you take them just to make the playoff. They're only you can find them at a dollar twenty-five to win the SEC at BetMGM. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I would take that then instead of this one here. Yeah, I just think the price is so much better. Right, Georgia, you're out on. Would you lay the no on the playoff for Georgia minus one fifty? No, 150? no, I think Georgia's still going to make the playoff. You do? Be well, look, I think there's really five, six teams that are playoff worthy. The reason why I believe Georgia's going to make it is because the regular season schedule is so weak. They'll go undefeated into Alabama and, and in the championship Yeah, game. exactly. Interesting. Would you lay the 115 they make the playoff? I would, yes. Okay. You got it through bets already. Clemson is plus 155 to make the playoff, minus 190. No. I would take the yes on them. They're, they've got an elite defense. I don't understand why people are talking about Clemson like there's some, like, you know, South Carolina or something. Well, we've got your four playoff teams, I guess. Yeah, the, long, the other yeah. long shot is Utah. Okay, USC plus four dollars minus five fifty on the no. No way, not a plus four dollars. They're they're not winning the league. Well, would you lay five fifty no or pass on the bet? I would I would lay the price on them. Okay, no. Oklahoma plus four fifty yes minus six fifty no. Uh, if, I I think Oklahoma could be a good dark horse for yeah. you, but I would not play. But this I wouldn't one lay the way. no here. They I wouldn't could, lay the no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pl- I wouldn't play the no, and I wouldn't yep. Um, yep. take the yes either. Oh, here's one for you, Michigan. No. Plus 450. Would you lay the 650? No. No. Well, I would lay the yes, 650, yeah. Utah, you said the other dark horse here, plus $5. Five, I would take the 5 to 1. All right. Would you lay $14 on A&M? No. 
I would lay $28 on A&M. Would you lay $25 on Texas? No. I would lay 50 on Texas. Would you lay 20 on 2,000 on Wisconsin? I'd lay, I'd lay 40,000 40, on Wisconsin. Are you Which, kidding me? Would that Graham Mertz? Last one, Notre Dame. Would you lay uh, $25? No. Notre Dame's going to have to go 11-1. and one. They're going to lose, lose their Ohio opener State, State and they've got to run the table the rest well, of the way. You wouldn't lay $25? No. Okay. All right. You, you mentioned Heisman yesterday. You don't like the short shot. Stroud and Young. Uh, Stroud, the best price you can find on him is here is at Circa at $3. Bryce Young, you can find plus $350 at BetMGM or Bet Rivers. Caleb Williams, you can find 8-1 to one here at Circa. I like Caleb Williams because if SC goes 9-3 and three playing in Los Angeles, he's going to have some opportunities. They're going to play in some marquee games October 15th in Salt Lake City. That'll be a big game against the Utes. Um, they play the, uh, the final game of the year against Notre Dame. I think it's a home game. That'll be another marquee game. Before that, they've got UCLA. So some real opportunities here for SC in a showcase scenario. You got Jordan Addison there at the receiver position. I think Caleb Williams could have a huge year. Now, the only thing with all that being said, I'm not as high on Caleb Williams as everybody else is. Yeah. Uh, SEC, you like Alabama. Yeah. All right. Big 10. Uh, best price in Ohio State is minus 210. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, I think the Ohio State's going to run roughshod over everybody in the league. Um, think about this. They had a great offense last year. They had a defense that was absolutely pathetic. If their defense is even 25%, 30% better than it was last year, which I believe it will be with Jim Knowles, this team's going to be very effective. From the Big Ten West perspective, if you were looking for an alternative to Ohio State, who's going to come out of a competitive Big Ten West? Just looking at from uh, odds to win the Big Ten and then layoff, and and, and there are other markets just the West. Ha, ha. Wisconsin fourteen to one. I'm giving you the best yeah. price. Wisconsin fourteen to one. Nebraska twenty two to one. Minnesota twenty eight to one. Iowa twenty five to one. I would bet three teams. I'd bet Wisconsin at fourteen to one. I'd bet Minnesota twenty five to one, and I'd bet Iowa twenty five to one, and hope one of those teams makes it, and then you take them against. Uh, then you take Ohio State potentially in a hedge off situation there, but. I got to tell you, I think Iowa's going to be effective. You know, the quarterback uh, is always a concern there. If Petrus can be effective, they've got a chance. But other than that, um, I, I don't really see anybody being overwhelming in the West. Okay, Big 12. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma is, you can find 2-1 to one at Bet Rivers. That's your choice, correct? I would go with Oklahoma. Look at Baylor as well. Baylor, best price, 7-1. to one. Yeah, Baylor's not a bad and one at 7-1, yeah. Pac-12, this is really interesting. And we've taken some money on Utah here yeah it's a good uh, bet across the board usc is two to one best price on utah plus 260 best place on oregon three to one ucla 10 to one washington 14 to one i like utah plus 250 i would take a look at oregon just simply because in the north i don't think anybody's gonna be that competitive i think oregon's gonna get to the championship game and uh you know it'll be interesting landing there now how things turn around defensively but to me utah is the team in this league that's the best team most complete team cam rising back under center uh, I wish Cam Rising was playing in a different market than Salt Lake City. I think he would be a Heisman contender. I don't know if he'd be able to win, but he could be a guy that could get to New York City. When you look at it from an odds perspective, the first, second, fourth, uh, and eighth choices in the, in the South, uh, and the third, fifth, sixth, seventh, ninth, tenth in the North. So to your point about Oregon, may yeah. not have a tough road coming out of the North. No, that's a great point. You brought up really astute way of looking at it from a handicapping standpoint or betting perspective. Um, I, I just think when you look at Stanford, they're in trouble. They're, look at them. They're at 50-1. to 1. Cal, you know, Justin Wilcox, I think he's a good defensive coach, but they've just not had any offense there. Oregon State, they're not going to be able to probably duplicate what they did last year. Washington State loses Jaden Delora. Uh, Washington, uh, I think they're probably a year away from being far more competitive under Kalen DeBoer. Question marks at quarterback there. You've got uh, potentially Morris, Heward, or um, the kid Michael Penix from Indiana. So lots of question marks there. And then, of course, so by default, Oregon becomes the favorite, in my opinion, fairly clearly. Are you betting a team to win the national championship right now? I would only bet two teams. You, best price on Alabama is plus 190 at BetMGM. Yeah. Best price on Ohio State, plus 350 at BetMGM or Circa. Yeah, I would take a look at those two teams, right? Those are the two teams I would look at. Okay. Let's continue on with uh, our baseball discussion. And we'll see if we can get through all the games. We'll pick it back up uh, in the last segment. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox. Boy, does Devers own Cole. Hit oh, yeah. Two homers accounted for all five runs last night. Um, but they still fall short six to five. Yankees get the win. Nasty Nestor Cortez tonight. 
for the Yankees. Seabold going for the Red Sox. Yanks, $1.70 road favorite of all, total 10. Another fine performance by Garrett yesterday, giving up five runs. And wins. Yeah, well, it's good to have that offense. Well, Franchi missed the pop up. Did you see how the Yankees yeah, scored not. their sixth run? Uh uh-uh. uh. Pop up straight in the air. Franchi Cordero came in. Missed it, landed right over his head. Called it an RBI double, but the next inning went back and changed it to an error. The scorekeeping is a joke, Kamal. Uh, it's, it's beyond awful. I mean, <laughs> they, they can't, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, Tonight, you know, Cortez $1.70. Yeah, you got to look at the Bombers on the run line if you're going to take a look at this game from a New York perspective. Seabold obviously comes in with an 8.31 ERA. Uh, not much experience, but the concern here is the whip. Uh, he started two games so far. This is a guy, to me, that you'd be looking to bet against now. He did pitch better against Chicago, but that was against the Cubs. The Blue Jays absolutely crushed him. Nine hits, seven earned runs in four innings. Would you uh, look at the total here, over 10? I would a little bit. He's not as good on the road. No. Uh, I, I, Boy, I tell you what, with Cortez, though, um, it would concern me a little bit going over in this spot. Want more UFC insight? Check out the First Strike podcast released every Friday. VEASAN host Dave Ross previews all of the biggest MMA, UFC, and boxing action for the weekend. Download the First Strike podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Coming up next, senior NBA analyst, live from the Thomas and Mac, Jonathan Von Tobel. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I went too soon there. All right, we can finish this thought here, Amal. Um, Fetty and Morton tonight. Braves get a chance to get back on track. Uh, Nats come out of Philadelphia. Phil's got that game yesterday. Braves tough loss last. Strider pitched terrific last night. Good. It, I mean, the game went 0-0 into the seventh. Charlie Morton, a huge number, though, here tonight. Uh, minus 280 with a total of nine in Hotlanta. Yeah, I thought it was going to be $3, but I'll tell you what, Morton's been terrific of late. I would look at the Braves on the run line here. Love the way Charlie Morton's been pitching of late. You look at him in his last four starts, gone 26 and two-thirds innings, given up four earned runs during that stretch. Did have a rough game where he gave up in, in Philadelphia, excuse me, four base on balls. But here's the other thing that's been impressive, Mike. During that run, 35 strikeouts. The Braves, the biggest threat to the Dodgers in the National League. No. You think the, the Mets are when the they get their two aces back? Yes. All right, when we come back, I promise, we'll have Jonathan Von Tobel at the NBA Summer League. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch the Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout the VEASAN shows. For more, follow us at VEASAN Live on Twitter and at VEASAN Live on YouTube. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw, and we're going across town to the Thomas and Mac, where our friend, our colleague, our Senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel is live on the scene of the NBA Summer League. How are you doing there, Jonathan? I'm good. We actually we just got done talking with Seth Greenberg before we had you guys on. Uh, so we're going to have that on the edge later today. Seth's on the call for a couple of the games, including one of the teams that I'm really interested in seeing, the Indiana Pacers. I think it's the first time in history somebody's been interested in the Indiana Pacers. But, uh, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Got to watch the two games yesterday, and you guys know me. I like this league a lot, so it's cool to see the young guys up close. I want to talk about the rookies uh, and that market, the NBA Rookie of the Year uh, market, JVT, the favorite, Paolo Banchero, the top pick at plus 350. There's been a lot of talk about Gonzaga's Chet Holmgren and how he stacks up against NBA caliber play. He and Jabari Smith, at, both at 4-1. to one. Jaden Ivey from Purdue, 7-1. to one. Keegan Murray, 10-1. to one. Your thoughts right now on Rookie of the Year? So if we're talking about the top guys, Mike, I'm, I'm looking at Ben Caro mainly because, you know, I thought coming into this year that he just, he looked like the most NBA ready body, right? His weight is already on there. He's a really good size. He can score in all three areas. And if you look at Orlando, they are a team that is desperate for like, kind of like that alpha scoring presence. You know, they have the Wagner or the Franz Wagner who came in um, and performed very well for them last year and had a really quiet, sensational rookie season. But Ben Caro's the guy who can lead your offense and take most of your shot attempts 
and be the dude with the highest usage rate. So for me, it's going to be Bancaro. And last night, uh, it helped in terms of my thought process there. I mean, he was trying, he was in the bag. He was going everywhere. He had a sidestep three-point shot, hit a few, had a really nice pass, had a nice few passes. I think he ended up with, uh, I think, what, seven, six assists yesterday. So I think Bancaro's kind of got it all for him in terms of being a rookie who's going to have a lot of success and the opportunity is going to be there. And I'll say this too. So Jamari Smith, there's been a lot of talk about what happened last night. It was a quiet day, 10.7 rebounds, three assists. Didn't really get going until the second half. For me, when it comes to him, I think you're going to see him flourish a little bit more when we get to regular season play because I think he, he needs a little bit more like elite guard play to open up the floor for him. You know, he looked his best when Ty Ty Washington was on the floor last night and there was a little bit of help in terms of creation and getting the floor to move around and giving him some open space. And he's going to get that with Jalen Green. So for right now, I'm a little eh when it comes to Smith winning rookie of the year. Maybe that changes when he gets on an NBA floor with some NBA teammates that he's going to build some continuity with. But right now for me, it's Paolo Bencaro as opposed to Chet Holmgren because when Kenneth Lofton's pushing you around at a summer league game in Salt Lake City, I think you got some reservations on how that's going to work out when we get to the NBA, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. You mentioned the Pacers. I want to quickly go back to them real quick. I think they're going to be an interesting team to watch here. Benedict Matherin, yep. Chris Duarte, rookie last year, remember drafted in the middle round of middle of the first round, uh, played uh, effectively for the Pacers this year. Andrew Nemhart is a guy to me to keep an eye out for. Anybody in particular from the Pacers that you're looking forward to seeing? And I want I want to see how Matherin in an open floor situation, especially if you haven't been to NBA Summer League, go check it out. But it's going to be a lot of open floor opportunities. He should flourish, JVT. I agree. And actually, Seth, uh, Seth Greenberg brought that up. He, he was telling us that Mark Few said that Andrew Nembhard was one of the best like on-ball uh, guards that he has ever coached. Nembhard, I think, could really be something uh, when you look at the way he can play. And Amal, his combine was really impressive. If you ever got to watch like the five-on-five stuff, was racking up assists, saw the floor extremely well. I'm with you. Like, I'm really excited to see this core. And that's like the, that's the guys that we're not really you know knowing much about. We're not even talking about the top pick that you mentioned in Benedict Matherin. Super high release, a dude who I think could flourish at the NBA level uh, flourish on a floor like this and just the guards overall on this roster we're talking about you mentioned every single one of them for the most part but Matherin, Nembhard, Duarte Dwayne Washington Jr. who played really big minutes for them down the stretch the Indiana Pacers is on this. Eli Brooks who you know maybe more of like a G League guy for the remainder of his career we'll see if he can break out because we've seen more surprising things but even still a relatively solid college basketball player who's a guard who's going to be on this roster on the floor so I'm with you like I like this Indiana team a lot I think when you look up and down the roster from their back backcourt perspective you've got a lot to like. There's some familiar names in the front court like Benny Boatwright, but for the most part, it's about the guards for Indiana, and I'm really excited to watch every single one of them. JVT, the big news after the finals is Kevin Durant and where he's going to be playing next year. From your perspective, do you think he's still going to be with the Nets? And if not, where does he land? You know, I don't think so, Mike. I know that that's kind of being thrown out there. I think he's going to be on the Nets longer than we anticipate in that, like, this drags on a little bit. Uh, they, this is, remember, this is one of the longest off-seasons we've seen in a while because of COVID, because of the Orlando bubble. Everything's been kind of scrunched together for the NBA, and they've been dying to get back onto this normal path from a schedule standpoint, and they're finally here. So we're not going to see them play again until October. It's, it's barely July. So I, I think the Nets, especially when Kevin Durant's got a four-year contract, they're in no rush to get this done at this point. And as you get closer to the regular season, the teams that think they have a window that is going to be opened even more by an addition of a Kevin Durant will then add a little bit more to the package to go and acquire him. So I don't think it's going to happen, especially with the writing on the wall is that Kyrie Irving is on the move. I just don't see a universe personally in which Kyrie gets moved, but Kevin Durant sticks around because I think part of the deal here, at least if you read reports, was that KD was not happy with the way they treated Kyrie Irving. So I, I think he's gone. And where I end up in terms of where he might be, I took a small ticket on the Raptors at 50-1 to 1 to win the NBA title before it moved. I think that they have a lot to offer in terms of a package. And I think if you're talking about getting KD, who has been, as we can tell, kind of fickle, to buy in over the course of a four-year contract. It's Masai Ujiri and the Raptors who did this with Kawhi Leonard, who have a really long track record of drafting and developing players, as we know and see on that floor right now. I think that Toronto's a pretty interesting spot in terms of him going there. So I took a little bit of a shot there. You mentioned uh, potentially Toronto. They t- turned down a potential offer of Scotty Barnes going the other way. I like Scotty Barnes a lot. From what you saw to Kevin mm-hmm. Durant last year coming off an Achilles injury, you know, Clay Thompson was effective at times, but not tremendous. How do you see Kevin Durant? Because they got four years left with him. Do you believe he is comparable to what the KD was, you know, for the last decade, MVP level, probably the second best player in the NBA for the last 10 years? 
Yeah, I think he's pretty close, Amal. I don't know if he's, like, right there, right? Yeah. But remember, before he got injured, he was one of the top three or four choices, depending on where you shopped, to win MVP last year. And he was in the middle of a really good regular season before that injury kind of cut him down. So I still think he's got a lot to offer. And especially when you're talking about if you go to a roster that still has some pieces that can create around him, right? If we're talking about Phoenix, which is the favorite to land him at this point. If it's that big three of Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker, then he's really going to force there because he's not going to have a lot of pressure on him to be the guy like it was with Brooklyn at times. Um, so, yeah, I think he does. And when you're talking about the course of the next four years, because like you said, the injuries are there, and as this goes along, maybe he gets a little bit slower, whatever it is. But when you talk about a guy whose primary weapon is a jump shot from the mid-range, who's you know, seven, it seems like 7'3", like that's not going anywhere anytime soon. He might lose some quickness, but that size and that athleticism, that, that's going to stick around. He's going to still be able to hit those shots. So he'll age, I think, pretty gracefully. We saw Dirk Nowitzki age pretty gracefully, and I think you're going to see the same thing with Kevin Durant. You mentioned, uh, obviously, you know, the, some of the pieces that have been moved around. Rudy Gobert, I've not had a chance to ask you about this. I thought they got a King's Ransom in Utah and give Danny Ainge credit yeah. once again. If Rudy Gobert is worth four first-round picks, what does that make Kevin Durant worth? Because to me, Rudy Gobert just ensured you might get to the second round and you might force a game six. You're right. Like that's so. I think that's what holds up everything, right? The yeah. Nets are probably sitting back. Like every team in the NBA is, you know, MF and the Minnesota Timberwolves are like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like we, we, we're trying to get Kevin Durant, and you're up in the price here. Uh, you know, Dejounte Murray going for what he did too. I'll remember that. Like that's yeah. also something where the Nets are looking at it and going, hey, you know, the price goes up here a little bit. So I would say, yeah. I but I think this, like. You know, there's a difference. There's two ways to look at this. There is the the betting aspect of it, and then there is the big picture, like NBA franchise future of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Did they overpay in the big picture for Rudy Gobert? I think so. I do think Minnesota is uniquely equipped to do that, though, because in three or four years, if this doesn't work out, they at least have a Carl Anthony Towns that they can then flip for more assets and kind of get back to a little bit of closer to where they were before they shipped off everything and build around Anthony Edwards. And I do think that when we talk about it from the betting aspect, which is just next year, right, that's all we really focus on, I think this is a, the ability to be a really good regular season team. Specific, again, specifically, regular season team. They can win a lot of regular season games. I like the potential of some of those starting lineups. They could get like a top three seed. And like you said, you get to the second round, and we see how injuries play out in the postseason them all. If you get to the second round, something falls right for you in terms of somebody missing a game due to injury, whatever it is. I could see a Timberwolves sitting in, the, in a Western Conference Finals berth just like the Dallas Mavericks did last year or like the Hawks did the year before. Are they legitimate title contenders? Maybe not, but if the path breaks right for them, could they make it to a Conference Finals with that lineup that they have? I think they possibly could. This is not unprecedented for the Timberwolves franchise. Remember, they gave up five first-round picks for an, you know, a non-exciting center in Joe Smith, so you give up four for Rudy Gobert, you actually got a better deal. Well, they're desperate, right? I mean, yeah. they, they, they need it done. Jonathan, last question. We got about 45 seconds here. I just, you know, I don't follow the NBA as religiously as you or Amal, but the Dallas Mavericks made the Western Conference Finals last year. And looking in the future markets, they're somewhere between the ninth and 12th pick at 18 to 21 to 1 to win the NBA title. What am I missing? Are they going to regress? I don't think they're going to regress, Mike, but remember, you've got a sleeping giant coming back this year in the Los Angeles Clippers, and I think that pushes them down a peg or two when you're talking about the Western Conference overall. And then, of course, if Kevin Durant comes in, the Denver Nuggets as well. Remember, they're going to get healthy. They're going to get Jamal Murray back. They're going to get uh, Michael Porter Jr. back. I think it's more about the teams that are, for lack of a better term, being added in front of them as opposed to the Mavericks falling back. JVT, thanks for the time. Enjoy Summer League. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you. much. Does a great job on the NBA for us. Absolutely. Knows it as well as anybody. Yeah. Him and Matty Humans catch him at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 Eastern on the edge. Up next, the rest of the Major League Baseball slate. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bed River Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same-game parlays at Bet Rivers. Go to Bet River Sportsbook or BetRivers.com and make your baseball same-game parlays today. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Mall Shot. Thanks to JVT doing that hit from the Summer League at the Thomas and Mac, Amal, uh, let's uh, continue our rundown of the Major League Baseball slate. We know about the blue and the gray, the battle of the blue and the gray, the American Civil War. But how about the battle of the gray and the gray? <laughs> Tonight in Dallas, as Sonny Gray and the Minnesota Twins invade Texas to take on your guy, John Gray and the Texas Rangers. Sonny Gray, a small road favorite here with the Twins of $1.15. Total of all eight. Could be a pretty good pitching matchup tonight. Yeah, Gray did not fare too well in two of his last three Which starts. Gray? Thank you. Uh, it's uh, Sonny Gray. Uh, it's like when Auburn plays LSU, which Tigers? Yeah, which Tigers? Um, you know, Sonny Gray in that start at, against Cleveland gives up three earned runs in four innings. Uh, last time out against Baltimore at home gives up three earned runs in four innings. But I'll tell you, the one thing I like about Sonny Gray so far this year, Mike, he has been effective on the road. Uh, in Cleveland, goes seven innings, gives up just three hits, no earned runs. Previous to that, in Seattle, five innings, three hits, no earned runs. Um, against Oakland, six innings, two hits. I'm sorry, two earned runs. Uh, I might. What's the first five under? Oh, three and a half. I hate three and a half. Okay. Tigers, White Sox, two to one last night. Tigers prevailed. They've won five in a row, Amal. I think bringing them to about 12 games under 500. Is that true? I don't know. But they're, they're, they're showing some signs of life. The White Sox lose two out of three to Minnesota, then drop the opener last night on a game. Dylan Cease pitched very well. Tonight, Tariq Skubal for the Tigers. Nicholas Giolito for the White Sox. Giolito, $1.70 favorite, total eight and a half. Yeah, uh, you know, this White Sox team continues to struggle. Giolito's going to have to pitch well here tonight, but I think against a uh, Detroit team that uh, does not score a ton of runs, you might think there's an opportunity here. Skubal has not been great of late. He's Terrible. He's yeah. Forget not been great. He got punched around again on Sunday. Yeah, in that, five in that, runs. That idiotic game with no announcers that they had uh, against the Royals. To your point, uh, three of his last four starts giving up at least five earned runs, and during that stretch, he has already given up 19 runs. Not good, but it's hard to lay a dollar seventy with the it Sox is. right now. That's the problem. Pirates, Brewers from Miller Park, the Warden, JT Brubaker <laughs> against uh, who is this? Andy, Andy Ashby. Ashby. Yeah. Alan, I say Alan Ashby. Aaron Ashby, the, 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 the nephew, I think. Anyhow. Yep. Um, 
Brewers a big favorite here at home tonight at the day off yesterday. 2-10. Uh, even money on the run line, I'm all total. Eight Pirates split a doubleheader at the small park yesterday. Not interested in laying that price with Ashby against uh, Brewbaker here. If anything, you look at the dog here, plus 182. I have a price for the uh, Brew crew. Uh, but this Pirates team, remember, they've given up at least 16 runs twice in the last seven days. Guardians come off of dropping four in Pittsburgh. They head to Kansas City. Kansas City coming back. Uh, from Houston, where they dropped three out of four. Ugh, boy, they were up 2 nothing in that game. Bubik was pitching well. And then the uh, the home runs by uh, Altuve and Alvarez in the fifth. And uh, Verlander gets the win yesterday for Houston. Guardians, Aaron Savali, uh, Brad Singer, or, uh, Singer for the uh, Royals. Royals, does this line surprise you at all? $1.30 at home against the Guardians, total eight and a half. I took the Guardians on the reverse run line, plus 165. I think they bounce back after that four-game losing streak. I like them in this spot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Chad Cool in the Rockies. Zach Gallon in the D-backs. Rocks win 4-3 in the desert last night. Gallon, $1.65 favorite at home, total eight and a half. Yeah, I thought this price was a little bit high on Gallon here, but I think the Diamondbacks uh, get the victory in this one against uh, Cool and the gang here from Colorado. <laughs> Thompson and the Cubs take on Ian Anderson, the other part of the surprise duo, the one-two punch for the Dodgers. Dodgers laying a big number again here at home, 225 total, eight and a half against the Cubbies. I don't like Tyler Anderson that much. Uh, I know he's been effective for the Dodgers, but to me, I, it just, I remember his days in Pittsburgh and how yeah. ineffective he was. So I don't want to lay this price with L.A. in this spot. The Astros head to California, Northern California, to take on the A's and Paul Blackburn, Jose Urquidy on the mound for the Strohs. The Strohs, $1.70 road favorite, a mall with a total seven and a half. Yeah, I think this is a game I would potentially look towards the under, even though Houston had success against Blackburn last time around 5-1. When these two teams met on May 30th, Blackburn gave up five hits and four and runs. And that game was in Oakland as well. Yeah, exactly. I remember the game very well. It was an afternoon yeah. game. Yep. Uh, so I would look at the under 7.5 here. I think Urquidy can shut down this uh, anemic Houston, excuse me, this uh, Oakland offense. All right, let's go first up the coast um, to Seattle. Where last night Josh Towers called it. How are the uh, how how are the Toronto Blue Jays on a bullpen day laying to Marco Gonzalez? That was a, a win eight three, I believe, for the Mariners last night. Better pitching matchup tonight. Ross Stripling goes for the scuffling Blue Jays against George Kirby for the Mariners. This game's a dead pick 'em. A dollar ten either way of all. Total eight and a half. Yeah, um, I like the Blue Jays here, um, but this line came down pretty significantly on the overnight compared to where it is now. I uh, didn't play this one yet, but I'm looking at taking Toronto here. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm a stripling guy. And then uh, one game we haven't talked about, the Phillies and Zach Wheeler are going to go uh, to St. Louis tonight to take on the Cardinals. They salvaged the last game of that set in Atlanta last night. Adam Wainwright takes the mound for the Redbirds. Wheeler. $1.20 favorite on the road here, Amal, with a total at Bush of 7.5. Remember, these two teams matched up last Sunday night in the same pitching matchup in Philadelphia with Wheeler going seven innings, just four hits in a 4 no I think it was a 4 nothing uh, Phillies win in that one. 4 nothing on Sunday night. And the total in that game was an 8. Never came close to getting over the total. Let's see how Wayno bounces back. Got into a little bit of trouble in that game uh, in the sixth inning, but he, he has been uh, fairly effective for the most part uh, in that one. I'm going to stay away from this one, Mike, but... Uh, I wanted to take the under, just couldn't do it this time, coming back a week later with these two guys on the bump. All right, next week I'm in California. Uh, well, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, you'll be with a, a couple other hosts on Monday and Tuesday. But VSIN is doing a baseball challenge. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about now, we have to do a, a mythical $100 bet every day uh, and send it into the producers. And then all the shows are competing against each other to see who has the best ROI at the end of the week. On Monday, the bet is a total. On Tuesday, two bets, a favorite and a dog. On Wednesday, a run line. You could play plus a run and a half, minus a run and a half. And then on Thursday, any prop bet. Any thoughts on the strategy that we're going to employ going into next week? Well, the first question is, can you use a reverse run line on the underdog? Well, that's good. We, we need a lot of clarification. I, I, I have a feeling we, we may not have the complete uh, clarity that I need here before we start making these wagers because th there's some of these things that you, if it's a regular bet, you'd be able to be able to make a profit on it fairly quickly if you're taking a reverse run line if your team gets ahead. Um, on Wednesday, you said a run line bet. That's one. Uh, the prop bet. Can we take the no hitter, the no minus 7,000? What about no cycle? 
Nobody <laughs> will hit for the cycle. The William Hill props every I mean, what, day. So is that a hundred to uh, minus seven thousand, or do we get two? Do we have to lay seven thousand to win well, the hundred? You're right. There are more questions than there are answers. I just want clarity on this. I, I'm not going to lose because you know there wasn't clarification on we're this. We're going to have to be communicating because I'll be in California. So we're going to have to. You're going to have to update me on what's going on. Uh, or, or maybe we can get some advice from our Twitter following. We do have a significant, I think it might be I up to a dozen, do. <laughs> might be up to a dozen that follow the show and give us feedback. Now, the parody account, um, Bad Pete Moss, General Mitchie Moss, who has, has done the Mitchie Awards, which, you know, people tell me about, um, Amal, he has come up with odds for each show on who will yeah, win this yeah. competition. He makes the edge with our friend Jonathan Von Tobel, who is just on, and Matt Humans, plus 175. Both of those guys, everyday baseball betters. They're the favorites. I think that's a little bit too cheap of a price, though, in a big field, yeah. right? Plus, I don't want to leave. Um, Gil Alexander, uh, who is an analytics guy, especially with baseball, plus 250. He's the second choice, uh, tennis and baseball expert. Danny Burke, our kid from Chicago uh, with Rush Hour, third choice here. A lot of respect for Danny at plus 290. He gives out usually three plays every day. Bando, he might have a trouble. if he Can he actually make the prop bet? They banned him from making all the prop bets there. He's so good at it. The look ahead uh, with Seidenberg. He's filling in for Stormy this week. His show, plus 325. The parody account is for Mitch Moss. Not a lot of respect for Mitch and Pauly. They're at plus 425. You and I are plus 475. I'm not sure if Stormy's in next week, if she'll be in. Six to one, he lists her. Primetime action with Wes Reynolds and Matt Brown at plus 650. And then the Lombardi line. I think Michael might be gone too. Plus 750 with Patrick. Who well, it's would not you... Patrick. It's going to be Dave Ross. Oh, it'll be Dave Ross. Yes. Oh, okay. That gives him a better shot. Uh, where are you going with your mind? I'd like to draft my own team. I'd like to draft Wes and Brady Cannon. I'll bet on them. I think I like those that. two guys are really... Wes was great. Remember last year when yeah. I was gone in the summer, he filled it. He gave like out three plus $2 winners in baseball that week. And I, I still remember Sundays with Derek Stevens sitting at Long Bar talking 45 minutes to an hour with you and Brady about baseball. Yeah, Brady's really knowledgeable. does a tremendous job there. You asked me where you were getting ready to ask me yeah. something. What was I getting ready to ask I you? I don't know. You said Only where? I would know. <laughs> I, I, I said, where would you put your money here? Uh, on us? We going with us? 100%. Are you plus kidding me? Plus 475? Good price? <laughs> I'm the advice of counsel. I can't count. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to JVT live from Summer League. Catch him on the edge at one o'clock. And before that, up next, it's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.